0: This episode of the Daily Observations is sponsored by Rocket Money. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and save at rocketmoney.com/slash Mac Observer. A week looking back at the year that was. This is the Mac Observer's Daily Observations podcast for Monday, the 26th of December, 2022. I am your host, Ken Ray, joined today by Jeff Butts, managing editor of the Mac Observer. Um, Happy Boxing Day. Wrestling Day? It's Boxing Day. No, no. Boxing Day. Boxing Day.
1: To all of our friends in the Great White North, happy Boxing Day.
0: (laughs) Well, and also the ones in the UK.
1: Yeah, I think they still celebrate it, too.
0: Yeah, I don't know when Wrestling Day is, but we'll find out. Jeff and I are prepared to go a couple of rounds. Let me uh, lay out for people what we are doing this week. I know it's not that kind of boxing. I know. So here's what's happening this week. Basically, folks are coming in with a couple of stories. Uh, The first being the most important story of the year in their estimation, and the second being their favorite story of the year. Of course, being, you know, the Mac Observer, uh, most are going to be Apple-centric, though one or two guests may be tech, not Apple-specific. We'll find out as the week goes on. Second part of today's show, Jeff has a decidedly nerdy favorite story of 2022. And yes, I know I'm saying that as the host of a few tech podcasts. <laughs> First, though, um, your most important story surprised me. Let everybody know what that was. Yeah, You know,
1: the. I think the biggest story of the year for Apple News is the... Is the emergency SOS via satellite feature going live? Really? Yeah, I, I think, like you said, this is this is 100 percent a lifesaver, and I, I you know, I'll, I'll explain why. You know, years ago, before I started writing for a living, mm-hmm. um, I was a, an officer in the Civil Air Patrol. Um. Civil Air Patrol is the civilian auxiliary to the United States Air Force. And one of the things that we handled was search and rescue. If uh, a small plane went down or if there was a hiker lost in the woods or in the mountains, we could get called up to go and and try to find them.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And this process would take days most of the time, if not weeks. And, you know, you're out there, you're camping and, you know, you might think that's fun, but no, because you're worried about, are we going to find these people before something bad happens to them? Right. And you're doing a painstaking uh, grid search for any evidence of where they might have gone. And now with almost the flick of a switch. Apple has made that you can find out where they are in minutes. And then it's just a matter of figuring out how to get to them.
0: What do you, there's so much, (laughs) it's so weird to me because it feels like every bit of the earth is mapped. It is so strange when you hear, it, it struck me as odd, honestly, that they were introducing this as a feature. Because to my dumb living now in Southern California mindset, where do you go that doesn't have cell coverage? Do you know what I mean? Uh, the, it's so weird to think that people can still get lost in this day and age, which I know is just my big city centric way of thinking.
1: Yeah, drive through Nebraska. i
0: Seriously. <laughs> I've driven through um, Nebraska. No, it's, it's, it's weird because even there, it seems like it would be difficult to get lost because it's so flat. But it is eight, also so big and there are so many right. places with no people. And, and Nebraska is just one example. You know, think the Rocky Mountains of Colorado or... Oh, Utah. Utah is the one. Utah, Because I, like, I think I told this story here. I can't remember, but I, I passed a sign the last time I drove across the country. I went through mm-hmm. Utah and it said, um, next exit, 104 miles. Yeah. And it wasn't even like next services were 104 miles. And it was neat because I was driving through all these big rocks and, you know, going through all these little windy roads and, yeah, I, I get exactly what you're saying. And yet it's always amazing to me that that's true.
1: It is. And yet, you know, in it's been, what, less than a month mm-hmm. or just, just around a month since Apple turned this feature on in the yeah.
0: U.S. and Canada.
1: We've already got two major headlines of it being used to save lives.
0: Yeah, that guy, uh, the person on the snow machine up in Alaska. Yep. And then that couple that went off the cliff in California.
1: Right. And, you know, in both cases, they were able to be located in
0: minutes. And then it was just a matter of, of planning how to get to them. So I didn't realize when this hit that you had actually done the search and rescue thing. Let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. When Apple introduced this feature, or, or relatively soon after it, uh, somebody, I think it was Michael Gartenberg, who used to work for Apple. Before that, he was a, an industry analyst. He basically wrote an article that said Apple has given up on innovation. They are now selling fear. Yeah. I, and and I believe I commented at the time that, you know, how gruntled or
1: disgruntled is this writer after okay. leaving Apple. So you don't buy
0: that then? No, not at all. Because okay. Dave um, Hamilton, no. who was actually on on the show, said, you know, uh, when we sell insurance, we're selling fear. When we sell security systems, we're selling fear. And the thing is, maybe I see it as more nuanced than that. I'm not constantly afraid that something is going to happen. Mm -hmm. But I, you know, I like insurance. I mean, I don't like insurance. I actually hate insurance, to be honest. But I like having insurance because if something does happen. But in my head, I don't think of that as, well, I am constantly fearful. So I need a security system. It's more like, well, if it's something I can have that will make me safer, why wouldn't I? I don't think of it as selling fear, but I mean, maybe there's no difference between selling fear and selling safety. I don't know.
1: Uh, maybe, but I mean, the, 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 the fear is really only going to the, the fear is really only going to sell to people who know that they might find themselves in that situation.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And yet it's a feature that anybody, whether they think they could or not, could find themselves in that situation. And I don't I don't know that the general public thinks that way. I mean, Lord knows, so many people think, oh, that'll never happen to me. So sure. how is Apple selling fear when so much of society assumes that's never going to happen to them?
0: Yeah, it's interesting. I don't think of it as selling fear, but this was not an update year for me, and I am not spending a lot of time. You know, hiking in the hinterlands or whatever. I'm excited to have this as a feature when I get most likely my iPhone 15, assuming that we're actually Mm -hmm. able to get iPhone 15s next year. I mean, I'm excited to have this be a feature in my future iPhone. If Apple had come out and said, listen, your iPhone 13 is crap now because it's going to let you die. Then I would say, "Okay, well, they're using fear to sell Yeah. Um, yeah, To me, it's just another safety feature that will be great once I have it. Yep. More 2022 review in a moment, but first, a word from today's sponsor, Rocket Money. If your goal for the new year is to manage your budget better and save money, you should check out Rocket Money. Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill, is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Over 80% of people have subscriptions that they forgot about, like that streaming service you bought to watch just one show, or that free trial that you never even used. Stop being part of that 80%. Rocket Money will quickly and easily identify your subscriptions for you so you can stop paying for the ones you don't want. Over 3 million people have used Rocket Money, saving the average person up to $720 a year. Wouldn't you rather be one of those? Stop throwing your money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to Rocket Money dot com slash MacObserver That's rocketmoney.com dot com slash MacObserver Rocketmoney dot com slash MacObserver Jeff Butts is with us today. He is the managing editor of the Mac Observer online at MacObserver.com. dot com I didn't rush you through your uh, rescue and uh, safety and, and what have you. Did I? Was there anything else no. you wanted to hit there? Or, okay. I think that covered it all. Okay, cool. Let's get to your favorite story then, because this one, not to harken back to the last thing, this one was nowhere on my radar. <laughs> what, is your, uh, what is your favorite Apple story of 2022?
1: It's the way that we can now customize our lock screen.
0: Okay, follow up question. Are you high? Nope. Okay. So that's your favorite story.
1: It is. And and here's why. <laughs> you know, it makes my iPhone useful even when it doesn't need to be. Okay. Well, you hold know? on. Let,
0: let's back up a bit and remind people what you're talking about because like, like I know we covered this story. I know you and I talked about it. And I'm having trouble remembering even what you're talking about because you obviously have a very different use case for your phone than I do. I still have the banners that come up and say, hey, Jeff tried to call you. And I was like, yeah, well, you know, I left it off for a reason. Oh, wow. No, I'm sorry. That's so all awful. Right, Why would right. I even be that way? No, it says, hey, Jeff called you. And I say, oh, good. I get to talk to Jeff. And then I immediately <laughs> pick up the phone and call you.
1: And he doesn't answer. <laughs>
0: Tell me what your use case is that this is such a big thing and and remind people what the uh, for people like me who didn't jump on this. What are the the customizations that excite you? So there's a
1: couple of big ones. Um, And it's not just the fact that you can put a a picture on your lock screen and have the text kind of wrap around it 3D Mm -hmm. style. That one's awesome. That is awesome. It's really cool. But. The biggest thing for me is being able to add widgets to the to my lock screen. And all I have to do is glance over at my phone and I can see what the weather conditions are. Um, if I put an OmniFocus widget on my lock screen, I can see if I've got something coming up in the near future. Um, th- that's the first aspect of it, is it turns it into an information station that, I don't because I have always on display. I don't have to unlock my phone. Mm-hmm. I just have to glance over at it, and the widget is there.
0: You just reminded the, me, by the way, really quickly. You just reminded me why uh, this is not a thing for me, because I am so turned on by the you know the way that a picture will sort of be in front of the time and what right. have you. And of course, when you add widgets, it's an either or thing. You don't get that magical right. yeah, um, background display thing going on. Um, when you have widgets, and that's why I immediately took the widgets off because I prefer the pretty.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, unless they have Apple has added more widgets that you can put in the space above the time, mm-hmm. so it doesn't have to just be the the calendar anymore. But I, I leave that as calendar. I've got the other widgets there. Um, but on top of that, you know, the other aspect of customization is in the Live Activities API. Um, My weather app, when we're getting some sort of precipitation, my weather app can automatically put that on my lock screen so I can see when it's supposed to start and stop. And there's other there's other use cases for it, too. If you're a football fan, you can put your your favorite uh, NFL game on there and it'll update about every five minutes, I would say, sometimes quicker.
0: That'll be great for soccer in this year
1: it could be <laughs> it could for be for people yeah. for people who watch soccer i mean it, it, it does yeah. it, it the the one app that i've tested this on uh, did turn on the live activities api for the world cup so i expect that major league soccer will keep that on
0: yeah i would imagine so because if there's one thing apple likes for 2023 and beyond it's soccer
1: yeah, yeah. And you know, it, it the the big major sports were already there. Um NFL was there, NHL for hockey was there, baseball was there, and then they added World Cup. They also started adding um NCAA sports to it.
0: Hm. Yeah, I might have to get into at least one sport once I get my iOS uh my iPhone 15. Yeah, <laughs> so that I can see that in action. Either that, or I'll just have to keep ordering stuff from Amazon every day, so I can see. ooh, look, it's eight stops away. Ooh, look, it's six stops away.
1: Oh, have they turned that on yet for, oh, for the no, Amazon app? Honestly, I, don't, I have no I idea don't know I d- if they
0: have. I don't have an iPhone fourteen Pro. Oh, so true. There's no way for me to know. But um, that strikes me as like a notch for it. It seems. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, so so does DoorDash and Uber. But as of yet, uh, at least for for me, when. I have something coming from DoorDash, even though I have the live activities setting in the settings app for the DoorDash app. Nothing happens.
0: Well, I got to say, I am curious to hear what other people's biggest stories slash favorite stories are for this year as well. Um, we got a Mailbag Monday coming up next week, Mr. Butts. And yes, I seriously do. doubt we have anything in it. But I would love to hear what people's biggest stories of the year and what their favorite stories of the year are as well.
1: I think by New Year's Eve, we'll have, a, we'll, we'll have at least a couple.
0: I would hope so, yeah.
1: I'm throwing down the gauntlet for no. our users.
0: Let's not do that. Let's invite them warmly into our, you know, hearth and home or something and say, right. if you want to send us your favorite stories or your biggest stories of 2022, observations at MacObserver.com is the email address observations at MacObserver.com. You can also hit us up on Twitter as well. We are at TMO Daily there. If you want to follow me online, I am at MacOSKen on Twitter. You can also visit my website, MacOSKen.com. Jeff, please remind people the best way or ways to follow and get in touch with you.
1: You can find me on Twitter as at Clefmeister. I run the at MacObserver Twitter account. And you can email me at JeffB at MacObserver.com.
0: Advertising handled by BackBeat Media. Online at BackBeatMedia.com. The Daily Observations is a production of the Mac Observer. From the latest news to how-tos, your source for Apple news is MacObserver.com.